Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners. New full-length episodes released every Thursday, but here's a quick caffeine cast. Hi, I'm Frank Flegg, founder of Ethical Property Partners. What you're about to hear is actually audio from one of my YouTube videos, as well as the weekly deep dive podcast that's released every Thursday and the quick caffeine cast in between. There's also loads of content over on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed to our channel, but you want to see even more tips and advice for your sophisticated property investing, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners. See you over there. This episode is all about icing, layers of icing on the cake of our deal. If you're thinking I'm a bit wacky right now and you're thinking, what is he talking about baking? This is about property investing and what we say is that when you do a deal, the basic deal has to work. The deal where you can just get a family in and they rent the property, that has to be profitable for you. I see it all the time where novice investors come to me and they say, Frank, if I buy this property for this, and I do this, and I do this, and I do this to it, I'm gonna make a couple hundred quid a month. And I put my head in my hands because what's the likelihood of all these ducks in a row actually taking place? really low. So what you have to do as a sophisticated property investor is find a deal that works in a simple manner. Yes, you can buy it in a sophisticated manner, but the monetization afterwards has to be rock solid. So you have to be able to make money on a single ST. So what's this about layers of icing? The layers of icing is about how to sweeten the deal, how to ramp up your profitability from it on a monthly basis and on a resale capital value basis. So in the last episode, I talked about rent to buy as a strategy, tenant buyers. If you haven't watched that, watch that now, because that is a layer of icing. You buy the property and you can sell it to a tenant buyer, which trebles or quadruples as a minimum doubles your monthly cash flow from the property and bakes in a sale price above market value for you. But there are many other layers of icing and that's what I'm gonna go into in this episode. So let me give you an example. I bought a commercial property three years ago now, there or thereabouts. Big kitchen showroom, massive downstairs, big upstairs. Now that deal worked for me because I knew that I could get planning permission to turn it into two single ST houses. So I actually turned it into two six bed houses. It was big, big, big square footage. I turned it into two six bed houses and I negotiated a car park on the site because it was a commercial um, property. I took about a third of this very large car park for a thousand pounds actually. So I bought the the kitchen showroom and I took the uh, car park for a thousand pounds. I split the houses and could have rented them out because of the purchase price. This was in a a pretty low value part of the country. Because of the purchase price, I could have let them out on a single ST and it would have washed its face it would have made enough money each month to pay the finance costs on the property. That's the cake, it works. I bought it at 25% below market value, so there was a nice chunk of equity in there and it was gonna break even each month. Not a great deal, but it was okay. The layers of icing on that deal were lots. So first off, I because they were six bed houses, I could turn them under permitted development into six bed HMOs. They're not in an article four area. So I started uh, um, advertising for um, to run the two as blue collar HMOs, working people. But in the meantime, I uh, 
tried to get an additional layer of icing, which was I went round lo local charities. My, my business partner actually did this. We did this as a JV. So my business partner went round charities in the area, asking them if they'd like to take the property on a lease and house their homeless clients, which is our Stepping Stones project. And so they actually took the two properties together on a lease. So they leased the property from us, the, well, the two properties, and housed their homeless clients in those rooms. So now we've got 100% HMO rental on the property. We've got zero maintenance because the terms of the lease is that internal maintenance is sorted by the charity, and we've got zero voids. One layer of icing would have been the HMO. The second layer of icing was that we leased the property to a charity who now is housing their clients. Now they apply for additional funding so they get money to pay the rent. They actually make a really good income off this, which means they can serve their clients really well. Their clients are getting homes that they wouldn't otherwise have been getting, which is fantastic. And we're getting 100% occupancy, 100% rent, one rental payment a month rather than 12, which is fantastic really good layers of icing to the deal for us. But do you remember about that car park? That car park was a layer of icing because what we did is we applied for planning permission, outline planning permission for six flats on that car park and were granted it. it cost us less than £5,000 to buy the car park, £1,000, the legals and the architect's fees and planning fees, less than £5,000. We actually put that into auction and it sold for £99,000. You can look it up on the auction website, £99,000. That's a net profit on that car park of £94,000 between my business partner and I, just as a layer of icing. Now notice, it doesn't matter if we didn't get planning. We weren't relying on it. The deal didn't require it, but it's a great layer of icing to have because we can put that towards the mortgages. We can put that towards buying another property whatever we choose. The HMOs didn't have to happen if we didn't get planning permission, for example, to or if, if Article 4 had come in and then we needed planning permission for the HMOs, we could have kept them as a single ASTs. So notice that layers of icing aren't relied upon, they just make the deal sweeter and sweeter. Other layers of icing to look out for are We've talked about tenant buyers, we've talked about HMO. Now remember, in some areas, LHA HMOs, so that's HMO tenants are on housing benefit, will work best. In other areas, blue collar HMOs, so shift workers and people who are doing um, manual labor and physical tasks um, will work really well. And in other areas, white collar HMOs, so professional people, perhaps people working in hospitals, etc., are going to work best. Those are all layers of icing. And then you've got serviced accommodation in city centres, so apartments where people want to go and don't want to stay in a hotel. Perhaps there's a transient workforce, so perhaps there's some big employers, big international employers, where they have people coming over and then going. Perhaps it's a university town where families want to stay whilst they are visiting their, um, their student offspring. Perhaps that's the case. Serviced accommodation is a great layer of icing, so long as you're not relying on it and a single AST will still work for you. Holiday lets, so if it's a more rural location or if it's in an area where tourists want to go, then holiday lets can work really well. Now it will still wash its face, it must still wash its face as a single AST, as a single family let, but if you can let it as a holiday let, often in my portfolio, I can double, treble, even quadruple my 
net profit on those properties. Sure, these layers of icing sometimes take more um, management, they take more of your time or they take more of your team's time, but the payoff, the cash flow from them can be significantly better. Emergency accommodation is one that I haven't mentioned. That's where you actually take a contract from the council to provide emergency accommodation to their clients who turn up and often require housing that night. That can be incredibly lucrative and cheaper for the council than putting them in a hotel. So there's quite a few different high monetization strategies that we've covered on this. Also, we've talked about Stepping Stones Project, which is a fantastic project to house the homeless whilst sustaining your property investment business as well. If this is your first time here, guys, click the subscribe button, click the notification bell to be told when new episodes become available. And also, if you have any questions at all, pop them in the comments box below and we would love to hear from you and we'll answer those questions. Happy investing. That was audio taken from our YouTube channel. For more sophisticated property investing tactics, just search YouTube for Ethical Property Partners and listen out for our full-length podcast released every Thursday.